Ladies and gentlemen, indie wrestling is for everyone, and so are we. Welcome to the only podcast with more hosts than listeners. Welcome to the Turn the Buckle podcast, featuring your host, The Ring Crew, consisting of Jason Hampton, Ben Thrasher, Drew Game, Will Clark, and Josh Cox. Stay tuned for the show after a word from our sponsors. Welcome to the Wrestling Heroes and Insiders podcast, a.k.a. The Whip Show. Your co-hosts, Deshaun, Whip Dog, Whipple, and Devastating Daryl Pace, each and every week, will bring in some of the top pro wrestlers from around the world. I'm talking WWE, WCW, Impact Wrestling, NWA, and more. So sit back, get your favorite drink, and listen to some great stories told by those amazing and sometimes crazy pro wrestling superstars. Hey, what's up, fuckers? And hey, welcome. My daughter's in here. It's like I'm... okay. Oh yeah. She's reading a book with shit in the title. Oh yeah. Fuck, I forgot. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can do the actual intro this time since I fucked up the other one. <laughs> What do you mean you fucked up the other one? You're we're just fuck, starting. Yeah, we're just starting. You're going to fuck it up in the future? Because <laughs> yeah, right. we don't play. Yeah, now, we don't welcome play. to another exciting edition of the Turn the Buckle podcast. I am part of the ring crew, Jason Hampton. I'm other part of the ring crew, Josh Cox. Uh, Drew Game. Rebecca Game. Honey. Jennifer. Oh, yeah. She actually yeah. said something. So, uh, the boys. Yep. So we're um, we're doing the intro now. We kind of did it out of order because time. You know, we'll, 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 we won't we won't work, y'all. <laughs> yeah, no bullshit. We're recording the intro after the actual body of the episode because yeah. we had a we have a special guest that we're going to talk to on the podcast tonight. Uh, David Young. Not that guy. Oh, not David. Young. <laughs> <laughs> well, David Young, but not the David Young you're thinking. Oh, wrong David Young. <laughs> So, actually, we're going to have a phone interview with Rawhead Rex. Uh, yeah, we uh, called him, wanted to try it out, actually listened back to a little bit of it. It sounds... Decent from what we could hear. Yeah, it, if it sucks, right we're sorry. Well, Yeah, we just listened to a little bit to make sure you can actually hear what he was saying. You can. Kind of sounded like he was in the room with us, so that's a good thing. And, uh... What is going on? I'm thinking they're There's... yelling at each other in sign language. I... Oh, good lord. What was I saying now? You see, uh, you done got uh, me. The audio quality, it may not be the best, um, but we, we're trying something new with how everything's going nowadays and how careful we're trying to be. Yeah, um, definitely. We're, we're probably not going to have in-studio guest. <laughs> we have a studio. studio. <laughs> <laughs> Apartment. <laughs> I mean, of course we do in our gated community. I mean, right, the gated community has a perfect podcasting studio because... No, it doesn't y'all's? I mean, yeah, we live in the same one. I know, there's some... I mean, this is top of the line audio quality we got here, guys. We're not really recording on a phone. And the phone's no. not sitting on an ottoman either. <laughs> on a, on a Actually, and my car didn't get broken into just last week. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, the person who did yeah. that. Fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just leave the fucking keys? <laughs> yeah. Those keys don't work anymore, so you can't steal the fucking car. At least. Uh-huh. Hopefully, you want stupid you to try that. <laughs> well, Ben can leave it on bricks for us, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
we're recording on a Tuesday, and on since it's a Tuesday, we don't have Ben because of uh, softball, softball with children. And and children. You won't have me next Tuesday, so we're gonna probably try. We're gonna try a different recording schedule. We're gonna try to record on a weekend, Saturday, Sunday, so everybody can be here. Yeah. That way you get the full effect of the Turn the Buckle podcast and it's just not, you know, the three of us. The OG three? Yeah, right. OG3. The uh, original goons. Yeah. <laughs> What's the score? Uh, Shit. 58-37. Damn, Houston. Rockets killing it tonight. So, we don't have really a plan for this next part, but yeah, you know, we push it like um, we always do. Um, I mean, as always, appreciate all the, uh, um, all the listens, the, all the love, yes. I mean, just even just for the support for the like thrown together episodes. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Our episode that we recorded last week, uh, that we recorded a little late. Yeah. I think it got up to like 42 listens, 43, yeah. something yeah. like that. I and I mean, that's a good episode too, though. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was, it was a good episode. I it's mean, stripper stories, right? <laughs> I mean, we told stories about uh, uh, nice uh, stories that were about, uh, stories that were stripped down. There was yeah, no yeah, filler. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, we a lot of story, yeah, a lot yes. of story being told. Yes, about uh, people going to college. Really? Yes, <laughs> getting their education, yeah. paying for their education. Strippers get a lot more money <laughs> if you think about it. Like, what are you teaching your children? <laughs> stay off the damn pole. <laughs> Fell down your side, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, tiger. Oh, tiger, yeah. Tiger. Tiger climbing a pole. It's really neat. I've been working on it for a while. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just hang in there. Um, so we're going to go to the interview, and then we're going to do a closing segment. We're not going to close. Oh, we've already broke that kayfabe. No mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We already told you everything. Uh, so we're going to take a little break right here, come back with the interview, and then uh, after the interview, us. we'll come back with us. Hang on just a minute. What's up, fuckers? Well, I mean, the worst thing is that we'll fuck up on it. Uh, we don't fuck up. <laughs> I mean, we can, the worst, we can edit it. We don't edit No, shit. we don't do that either. Right. What's up, buckleheads? All right, so we're uh, going to try this The intro's guy. already happened, so you should have said, and we're back. Well, my bad. <laughs> Trying to, trying to call Rex. Turn the speakers next to each other. Yep. What's going on? All right, we're seeing if we can hear you on this. Can you hear me? It looks like it's going through pretty good. Yeah, say some things. Say your name, all that good shit. Which name would you like? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with Rex, because you don't need to break that much kayfabe, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I, it, by what I've observed here lately, it doesn't really matter anymore, but my name is Rawhead Rex. <laughs> All right, we are here with Rawhead Rex, who just stepped back in the ring after how long has it been? Oh, shit. 11 years, maybe? God, it hasn't been that long, has it? I think uh, UEW was, uh, I think the last, I think me and Jerry Anderson did a little bit after, but somewhere in that time frame. So you had a, you had a match up at, um, well, hey, let's, let's first be like how you, you know, said you called me on uh, Facebook and said, Hey, can you do me a favor? You wanted to go work out at TWE. And, uh, 
called them and they gave you the, oh, you need to come like talk to Jaden. And then I called Jaden and I didn't tell you this part, but I called Jaden. I was like, hey, uh, Rawhead Rex is going to come by. And he's like, you mean the Rawhead Rex? Oh, God. <laughs> people hurt for heroes, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that was actually a pretty funny, uh, pretty funny story because initially I called, uh, I think it was his grandfather or something. There was a number on their uh, Facebook page, and I was wanting to get a little ring time before this. And um, I, I don't think he really understood exactly what I was asking him because he, um, he said that... Uh, well, come on down. Jaden Jaden can look at you, and he'll tell you if you're ringworthy or not. So, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, no, I know. I didn't get really. I didn't get pissed or nothing. You know, for for one half of like a just a small second, I'm like, what the fuck did he just say to me? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it 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 was like he was a nice guy. It was you know it could happen. Obviously, they get a lot of calls from people. You know those calls. Hey, I'm a wrestler. Can I come? <laughs> I come work there and then you end up with a greasy piece of shit, you know? But they were nice guys. I like that Jaden kid. He seems like a really, really good guy, really kind of down to earth, which I'm not, from my observations of last Saturday, I'm I think he might be one in a million now. I don't know. Actually, you're, you're pretty much right about that. Yeah. Um, we're big fans of Jaden. Um, he's been in the business almost seven years now. He started when he's 15. So, um, and he's actually one traveling, like promoting that show in Chattanooga, but he's also doing a lot of traveling too. So he's um, pretty much one of the prominent stars here in Chattanooga now. Well, you know, that's how you, I started when I was 15. You know, that's, if you're going to get your name out there, you know, I guess things are done quite a bit differently. Now you have to have as a YouTube channel or a Facebook page and you can get your name out there. But, you know, that's what you used to have to do. You had to travel. You had to go, go. And, you know, with me personally, by the time you guys actually even was coming in, I mean, really, you know, kind of getting to where you wasn't green anymore, I was pretty much, I was kind of on my way out the door at that point, you know. I was done with traveling. I just, it was just, uh, I was never much for the traveling part of it. And we had a really good weekly show there at UEW, too. I mean, that was a really good show. Yeah. You know, that was, I would put that in the early 2000s, I would put that among any other wrestling besides, you know, WWE at the time. Because WCW was gone, ECW was gone. You know, we, you know, if we could have had some type of TV or something, I think we could have done something there. Yeah, it was, and you know, it's, it's those shows like like UEW and TWA had a really good run once upon a time, you know. And it seems like it works with the offices, you know. When the offices are up, you know, the independents are up. You know, offices are down and they suck. Independents go down. You know how that works. It all works in the same cycle. Yeah, yeah. It's just you get. I think it's also um, fans. You get the. You know, you you always get that certain age group that. Like the, the teenagers that can just drive, or you know, like the really the fans I think are the thirteen to twenty one year olds. Like they really tell you, like you know, it seems like it's generational. You know what I mean? Like every four or five years, oh, yeah. we get yeah, you know, the office will be up and stuff. Like you said. So um, all right, let's just go into it. 
How was your wrestling Saturday night? Um, let's just go from the start. You you go into the go into the locker room. How was that? Uh, locker room. I was obviously I wanted to do a little faction, so I was there before. Well, I mean, some of the wrestlers. They, and I, I'll, I'm gonna tell you straight up, the two guys that I worked, they seemed more like. You know, I, I want to. I, I hate to even use it like it. They seem more like us. Okay. It was a kid named um, uh, Hillbilly Frank or something like that. You know, I'm I'm known Kentucky. Kentucky. I know who you're talking about. I worked him. Yeah, and uh, Alex Monroe, Monroe. I want to think that's his name. And you know, name. very. You know, talking to the the Hillbilly the Frank. He was. You know, it's like talking to one of us. You know, and that Alex Monroe. That kid was. You know, very respectful, like, you know, a new guy used to be. But, you know, as everybody arrived, uh, we were we were actually supposed to, and don't get me wrong, the show was good. Johnny Claus, I love Johnny Claus like a brother. Known him for probably longer than I've known most anybody in, in wrestling. But, uh, for, uh, let's see, I started in 85. I think Johnny started maybe 89 or 90, somewhere in there. So since he started pretty much. 90 will be 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. God, that makes me feel damn old, Drew. <laughs> but anyway. Let um, me tell you, to make you feel old, I'm about to be 40. Uh, yeah, that, that, that really makes me feel old. Yeah, you know me since I was 17. So. Well, in, in my mind, in my mind, you're all still like, you know... A, uh, you know, Hampton. I don't know if it's Hampton there too. I'm assuming yeah, Jason. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like still. Host, you don't know. Um, he's a Hampton's brother-in-law, Josh Cox. He's a. He tried out wrestling and then said, "Hey, I'm not good at this," and said, "But I can be a really good referee." And he's a really good referee, and that's a lost art too now. Oh man, referee! There's referees to this day. I still walk in. If I see him, I'll walk into a dressing room and I will say, "How are you doing, sir?" You know, you know they've just been around forever. You know, you, you, a referee makes your match. But yeah. anyway, back to back to the show here. So you know, I'm talking to those guys, and I'm just like, we had to do some little thing where we had to go out with. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say names of these people. I'm really not. Um, we had to go out with a guy, and we're 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 standing there, and he, they walk in and say he's gonna go out with you, you know, kind of like a bodyguard thing. They're kind of setting up for a match that we're having, right? So you and he you looks at us and bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, he, he me and Jerry, it was me and Jerry, of course, and he looks at he looks over at us and very loudly he says, "I don't want them," okay. like loudly. I mean. And I'm sitting here thinking, good Lord, if that was if that would have been 20 years ago and he would have said that about me, I would have filed that in my little file and I would have waited for him, you know? But, you know, he, he said that and I'm like, what the, what the hell did he just say? What is wrong with this guy? This is, that's part of it. Then you had guys where our match was, I think we were like fifth or fourth or fifth or something like that. Where our match was, they were saying their match is going to be hotter, so they need to swap with us and, you know, things like that. Used to, you was just happy to be a part of the show, you know? Yeah. You're going, hey, I get to work. I get to be in front of people, you know. Um, I might make money, I might not, but it's, I'm going to have a good time, you know? Things like, and then uh, a lot of the wrestling, which I've kind of seen it in, I went to like, while I've been out, I've gone to three or four shows, you know, and, um, I've seen this, it's, it's more like, 
God, how do you explain it? It's like they're trying to run a show. They're trying to run like, it's like watching WWE. They're trying to make it WWE without the damn cameras. Does that make sense to you? That makes perfect sense. I mean, what, and I, it's very open-minded. Yeah, and you can, you know, talking to Quaz, I dealt with Quaz a lot. Thank, thank God for him. I dealt with him a lot more. You know, I was kind of like, and like I said, I'm not saying anything bad about their show or nothing. I really don't want to do that. But I, most of my thing back in my day, I liked, I believed in working the crowd. The crowd was, that's your bread and butter, that crowd. You know, you can, you can... A lot of times when I was like running a show or something, I was like, I, you don't even have to watch the show. You listen to the show. Listen to what's going on out there. How bad that crowd in that crowd is. You know? Like, that match is working, you know? Something's going right out there. No, that was a compliment back in the day. It's like, you know, you would ask, you know, hey, you would ask veterans, you'd be like, hey, did you see my match? And they'd say, no, but I heard it. And yep. that was a compliment. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was either they heard it good or they heard it bad, but if they heard something, then you got a reaction. So, in a lot of it, it seems like it's more about like a wrestler. Wrestlers are like more trying to, um, I, I want to say, they're trying to just promote their self. They want it's about their self. They don't even acknowledge it. And, and you're in like independent wrestling, you have to acknowledge the crowd. It's not, you know. You work. You actually work harder in a smaller crowd. If you're like in a crowd of you know ten thousand damn people, well, you know an arm drag will be a big deal. You know, yeah. you have to like, you know, it gets easier as you get higher. You know, if you understand what I'm saying there, yeah, and it's like preaching to the choir yeah, right here. That makes perfect sense because if there's ten people in, if there's ten people in the crowd, you have to go to those ten people so they make the noise. Now, if you're yeah, in a really big crowd, you can be big and work the back of the room. But, yeah, it's, yeah, a smaller crowd. And let's say, I mean, I don't know how filled uh, Quasis was, but, I mean, I think at capacity he can hold a couple hundred, maybe 150 yeah. total. But I don't know how filled yes. he is with the restrictions they have right now. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I think they're still having to do the, uh, you know, they're having to do the, with the restrictions, you know, taking their temperatures at the door. I think, I think people, you're, you have to wear a mask till you sit down as long as you keep some distance between, I don't know. I, that whole Corona thing is just a bunch of horseshit to me, honestly, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't deny that it exists, but I think it's overblown a little bit personally, but, uh, Anyway, it's like it's just like there, there, there's nobody's about like there's a there's a big. I mean, wrestling the way it's changed. I'm gonna use an analogy. Maybe you can. Uh, you're a chef. You'll understand. You know, you have a recipe for apple pie. I have a recipe for apple pie. They're going to be different, but it's still fucking apple pie. You know, yeah. there's there's a certain there's a certain recipe that you have to you should follow and it's been like this for i mean everything changes you know i mean wrestling in the 80s changed obviously there's a there was a big change from the 90s you have to transition into that change okay but i'm sitting here wondering is this is if this is what's happened over has it changed you know have i missed a lot of steps in this thing and it's like i don't even recognize it really anymore you know no, that's that's uh, that's a very viable. I mean, I mean, I've been very active over the past eleven years, and like, so is Hampton, and yeah, it's changed from UEW days. You know, it was yeah, where, I mean, how many 
I'll just name, I, I can guarantee you this happened. I don't even know who was on the show, but how many people were calling the entire match in the back? Oh, it was uh, God! It was awful. Um, I seen I seen a couple guys. I mean, they're the main, they're like the the uh, semi main event, and they were out there from the beginning of the show on up until their match started. Out there calling their match and practicing their their match, you know. And then, I mean, you do all that shit. I, the, the more the more you put into it like that, it'll it'll like it'll mind fuck you almost, you know. Yeah, no you know, I was always of the mind, hey, give me a start, give me a finish, I'll fill in the rest, you know? And if you're working with guys, you know, I mean, you don't you don't really need to feel that. You know, if a guy is standing a certain way, he's going to get a hip toss. If a guy is standing a certain way, it's going to be a backdrop. If a guy is standing the other way, it's going to be an arm drag by the way they stand. You don't have to sit there and, like, whisper to each other. And that's something else I've seen a lot of. You know, we used to be able to cover that stuff up. Well, they don't cover. I, I'm hearing them from the. I'm hearing them in the back talk to each other, leaning, putting the. You know how they they put their hand on their head, lean down with their mouth to their hand, and they just sit there. And I'm sitting here like, holy shit! I just heard what he called, and I'm in the dressing room. Damn. So I'm like, like, that used to be an art form too. I mean, I remember like the first time Chuck <laughs> called like hip toss as he's crossing over me, like I'm I'm doing like. The drop down. The drop down. He's crossing over and he's calling it as he's going over and nobody hears it. Yeah, Chuck was a master at that stuff. Yeah, he really was. I mean, that's where I got a lot of mine, like, talking during the match. So that way when you're talking during the match, the it kind of blends together. Yes, you're 100% right. Even like... Yeah. You know, you can just like, hey, you're shooting into the turnbuckle. Say what you're going to say. If you have to say anything, say what you're going to say as they're going past. And then, you know, you don't have to sit there and put your hand, you know, on the side of their head and lay your mouth to their your hand to, you know, whisper something to them. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when, I'll tell you, when I was calling shots, if I if I seen that, mm, no, sir, you got to go. You got to go because that's there's certain habits you shouldn't get into. That's one of them. And I think that's a lot of the, pro the problem with the wrestling now. There's the, been, there's, I, I see people like throw these, like, um, I, I'm sorry if you guys do it, but, um, uh, they'll kick somebody in this leg slapping stuff they're doing now, okay? Once upon a time, we knew you flatten your foot out, you kick somebody in the side, your foot's gonna make the pop. You don't have to smack your leg, you know? Actually, that's a very hot topic right now. Like, JR, Arn Anderson. Jim Cornette, like, I've heard it on, like, three or four podcasts, like, lately. I listen to a whole bunch of different podcasts, but, yeah, that's a, the leg slapping. And, I mean, there's – and it's it's not the – like, I don't mind the leg slapping. It's the when you do it for every shot. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, if you ever watch The Rock, The Rock would throw in the punches, and that last punch, that big, you know, him spitting his hand, throwing that big punch, he would leg slap on that, but you never saw it. Um. um what you know, uh, 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 the Heavenly Bodies, who were in the Heavenly Bodies, or not, who was in the Midnight Express? Oh, Stan Lane. Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton would always hit his uh, shoulder when he punched, and nobody ever noticed that. You know, so I mean, yeah. it's well, there's a lot. There's a lot more going on to it. It's about wrestling. Is about misdirection. You know. 
hey, I'm gonna, you're gonna do this if you want to get a bigger pop. You better have that full body motion. They're gonna, they're watching this hand over here. They're not watching what you're doing with this other hand if you're gonna make a pop, you know. And I don't think that's, a, I don't think. That, I mean, they're just smacking us right out there in the open, you know. Clearly, a reasonable person would know that foot hitting, supposedly hitting the side of your head. I mean, you don't hide the smack. You know the noise you make is from the damn smack on your leg, you know? Well, also a lot of the kids nowadays haven't been kicked in the head. <laughs> you know what? I think that might be part of the problem right there. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 I always said that, like, I got my ass beat a lot when I was coming into wrestling, but... I also understood then, like, how to sell an ass beating because I knew what it felt like to get my ass beat. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me tell you, you should have, yeah, honestly, you should have come in in the, the mid-80s. It was, it was a, it, I was terrified. I mean, you believe this about me. I was terrified of some of those guys. I mean, I was terrified of them. They hit each other so hard. And there was a guy one time told me this. And I can, I'll tell you his name because I have all the, uh, Larry Cheatham, Moondog. Larry Cheatham. Yep, yep. He he told me he said make the boys in the back believe it. And, that's and you know I, I think that's something that you always did. That's oh. absolutely did. Nobody ever called faking my matches. If they did, it, I was having a very off night or something, or I had a hundred and four temperature. You know. Um. So, how was? I mean, we'll get to the finish of it. Like, how was the match itself? I mean, the match was all right. Clearly, I'm going to have some rust on me. A lot of the stuff come back. I can tell you the thing that me working the crowd was the thing that really come back. What I was actually able to do because I was told they they give me a list of uh, they showed me on the camera or the video uh, the screen the monitor. Don't mess with this person. 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 I'm like what? He said, they get too upset. I'm like, shit, I'm a heel. That's my job to make them upset. Hey, is, right. the, is the guy with one arm still up there? That was the one they mainly told me. And I, I sit there and I didn't mess. I, I really actively tried not to really engage him a whole lot. But there was this woman that come around him and she was like really raising hell with me. And I said, well, shit, here, this is better than that guy, I guess. <laughs> and he, 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 it, it turned out to be his mom and I shouldn't have messed with her either. So, because uh, he's going to take up for her. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm just utterly confused, man. I don't know which way to turn. I said, well, damn. So, it is what it is. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, dude, the whole trip, it was really good seeing Quaz. The, uh, the match was good. Frank, that's, um, God, Hillbilly Frank, is that is what he goes as? I don't know. I've known probably 600 hillbilly wrestlers in my life, but I'm, I can't keep them all together. Yeah. But uh, uh, he was really good. I mean, really good, really over. He's actually pretty green, too. So, um, yeah. I mean, but he's um, he, he's tough, though. You know what I mean? Like, he'll take a punch. So, yeah. And that's something. Um, I don't know the other guy. I probably do. Like, I've, I, I've had a few concussions over the years and can't remember a lot of things. Oh, man, I know, man. I'll probably give you a couple of those there, too. <laughs> <laughs> At least once or twice. <laughs> no, oh, well, I, I, I apologize. I'm trying to live a very zen lifestyle now, so I apologize for that. <laughs> but, yeah, it was... The, the, the match was good. The match was decent. I was rusty. Jerry was a little rusty. Um, but... 
can't say enough good things about Jerry too. Jerry Anderson is just a class act. Always, always thought he was. Um, but um, first time partner, right? No, it's the, the one I had the most with. Yeah, that's the the one Hampton tagged the most with. Yeah, so. we know all about the first tag partner. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah, we've told that story. I, I remember that. I remember them two together. They they slightly resembled back in the day, except except I think Jerry was like fifteen or sixteen years older than him. Maybe Jerry's like fifty eight now, I think. Fifty eight, yeah, I was figuring. I knew he's a lot older than me. <laughs> well, Jerry, Jerry's also looked like when he was in his twenties, he looked like he was thirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what's really funny? The years have been very kind to Jerry. He hasn't really aged. He might have a little gray in his beard, but he really hasn't aged much at all, you know? He still looks just the same. Yeah, because he looked like he was 30 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's got the key to this thing. Who knows? Um, but, uh. What, do you have any other matches you think coming up or is one and done? You know, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. I'm like. Uh, I, I wanted, to, I wanted, you know, I wanted to have a little, a last little run, you know. Who knows? It might last five matches. It might last two matches. You know, you never know. I just, I blame David Pierce for this, to be completely honest with you, because during this coronavirus, I did nothing but sit and watch Pierce tapes on YouTube all damn day long. So, I blame match? David Pierce for all this stuff. Did you watch the Green Chicken match. I, I, you know, I, well, I don't know what that was. I thought it was some comedy stuff. I, I seen it up there, but I never knew what that was. Okay, well, I, we did. It's that, a damn classic. That's no, it was okay. So <laughs> it was Rocky Spurlock and I, and this guy from like up north, like like the Midwest up north, like Wisconsin, Iowa, Ohio, something like that. And he had like a full green chicken costume. All right, with feathers. I'm not joking. And our opponents was Bad Guy 69 and Tank. All right, so really not that bad of the day at the office. You know you're going to get forked, but that's about it. You know what I mean? Like, well, so we just, you know, we're going to go over a match a little bit. Um, and the green chicken's like, we, Rocky and I go to get the green chicken, and we say, hey, um, we're going to go over the match. He's like, no, I call everything in the ring. And you know Rocky and I, we would never start nothing, yeah. right? So yeah. um, we go to Tank and Bruce and Quaz and go, hey, this guy doesn't want to talk the match over. He said he only calls it in the ring. So you can imagine wow. what they did to him. Yeah, and he actually wore green. That was his gimmick? Yep. Yeah, that yep. was the gimmick. Yeah, it was, It was. I mean, kind of like a poor man's San Diego chicken type shit. Oh, man, I would tore his ass up. Yeah, it was, it was, and then he was like, I mean, he literally, I, I mean. No sold a bunch of shit, too, yeah, right there at the no start. No sold stuff, and like, didn't, really didn't want to call anything before the match. And like. See, that's where you don't even know, that, that stuff happened a lot, too, because you don't even know if they were really, I mean, that's another thing that started happening, you know. Even my exit, guys would just come in. Hey, I'm a, they, you know, they go buy a pair of wrestling boots. I'm a, I'm a wrestler. Can I get a match tonight? And they get in there and they're just, you know, shit like that could just, it could hurt us, you know, themselves and us when they're like that, you know. It, um, that was so, happening quite a bit. So I, I'm, I'm just, I want this, like, I'm gonna play Booker Man here for a second. So I'm a, I know Jaden listens to this. I want to see Rawhead Rex versus Brett Eisen. 
Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Who is this? It's um, it's uh, Jaden's promotion, TWE. It's their heavyweight champion. Uh, is it Eisen? Eisen. Eisen. Brett Eisen. He's um. You believe what he does? If you know what I mean, like he's a older yeah. school. You know, like, he's a young kid, good kid. Like, you know, um, reminds me a lot of you. Yeah, a lot of you. And um, like I just that would be the match I'd love to see. I'd love to see you and Tank team one more time. Yeah, it's, Tank was just like a. Actually, Tank was initially he was the one that was going to go down there with me, but you know, Tank's got all, the, with the coronavirus, and Tank's got the like he's got the little the the little kid and everything. You know, I don't blame him really. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't have no. Speaking of kids, by the way, my my son Zach, which I know you remember, I'm a little wild child. Um, he managed us uh, up there. How cool was that? For, uh, yeah, he's uh, actually he's actually wanting to get into it, but I'm like, he said, I just have to find a place to get trained because we're too much alike. I don't know if I could train him or not. But um, and I'm I'm looking I'm looking around. I was like, holy shit! How could I even put him in this stuff? You know? Well, I mean, I'm, see, my daughter's the same way. My daughter's she's 15 and she's wanting, like she's trained some like the first of the year, and then when the virus shut everything down, we kind of shut down too, and um. The um, and then now she has like band, so she's doing marching band. So I don't want to like get her in wrestling and like accidentally break an ankle and then she can't march. Oh yeah, absolutely. But once marching band's over, she'll be going back to training. So when that happens, I'll I'll give you a call if he wants to come in and take some bumps and stuff. Yeah, where where are you gonna? Do you have any idea where you'll you'll do it at? I mean, Jaden, TWE, um, it has a, a really good beginners program. Actually, yeah. they got a. They're pushing like they had a couple of people go through and finally. We got married. Go away. <laughs> uh, they got um. They got people finishing and actually having matches and stuff. So they've um they've got some good kids there. And Jaden's a really good trainer. Um, he he listens and is smart. He, like, he's a sponge. I was about to say he yeah. took a lot from everybody that worked with him too. Just yeah, little things like that. So just he's got he still has a notebook he started when he was first started wrestling of like everything. You remember how Toy used to keep a notebook? Oh God, yeah, a lot of them did that. Yeah, that's I said what he's got. So, but yeah, um, TWE has a really good beginners program. So if nothing else, to get him in there and bumping and see how he feels about it. Yeah, well, we might have to we might have to set all that up, man. I, he wants. He really. I think he really wants to do it now because it's really funny. Because you know he's never really had any training, but he's been around it. I said, "You want to go out?" He obviously he wanted to go out with us, so I said, "Okay." And uh, you know that first little adrenaline, you know that little adrenaline rush you get when you walk through that dim no, curtain and that. There's no drug better like than that. There is no drug better than that. Absolutely, and uh, he got that really badly. I mean, he's. He just his hands were shaking. It reminded me of me a little bit after you know you come out of a match and your adrenaline's pumping so hard and you just can't even like sit still. You know. Uh, I remember, like, I literally remember you going behind the building and just pacing after matches. 
Yeah, I paced a lot. I paced before matches. I paced during matches. I paced after matches. You know, it's just it was. If I wasn't trying to find a bathroom before a match, or I, I always did. Always, I never had it together before a match. I was always just like physically ill before every match. I didn't care if there was like a hundred people out there, a thousand people out there. I was just ill before a match. I, it's really weird, you know. But you know, you get ill, then you turn your light switch on and hey, become become the person. So it's funny, like, That's I remember, like I think the only singles match we ever had. I was proud because I got you to do four spots. <laughs> no, That's surprising if I did four spots. Yeah. I was like, no, you're doing four spots, and I mean they were like, you know, and it, was, it, it was little things that we did, but it was just funny just to. You were so much, you know, all right, start, finish, we'll go from there. I was like, come on, let's just let's call a couple things. I just want to see if you can remember them. But you know what's really the best matches I, I have ever had have been set up like that. More, you know, spontaneity, you know, not without all that, you know, choreographed stuff, you know. It's just like, I think, and I think even Tank's kind of the same way, you know. He, he kind of does it. Along those same lines, you know, because hell, he's old too. He can't remember that shit. He could, and he could barely remember it back then, just like me. You know, just give me a give me a start and finish it, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll fill in the rest of it. So, well, it's it's. Um, I mean, we've kind of adapted. I mean, Hampton and I are still about the same way. That you know, give us a start, give us a finish. Let's call a couple. Like, let's call one the, or two small things in there. Yeah, call some. You know. And something we do that I don't I think is the the thing that I think's lost. Like it's cool to call everything, but you don't have to do everything. Right. You know what I mean? If but if a spot's you, not you know, there, you don't have to force it in it. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. And it, you don't have to do it like in the exact order unless there's like you know, if you throw like a um bait out there, you know, if you tease something that's gonna go to the finish, you gotta throw that in there somewhere. But like if you don't if you like naturally sail towards the corner and there's a corner spot y'all had called go do that don't go then take the person all the way over to the ropes you know yeah oh yeah i mean you, and the thing about it is if you, there's no time you have to bring the crowd into the match with you yeah. you know i was big on that you have to you have to bring that crowd in there and if you're sitting there and you call the you know eight minutes ten minutes of spots I mean, how are you going to even, you don't even acknowledge there's like people out there. They come to see you. People come, if you're healed, they come to cuss you out. They've had a bad week. You know, they cuss you out. They can walk away, you know, feeling relieved. You know, I, I did you many a service, you know? And it's just like, everything's so freaking, I don't know. It's just, heels don't heal no more. They, baby faces are basically the same as heels now. I don't know, man. It's all confusing. It's like heels nowadays want to be the cool, popular heels, so they still get cheered. It's like people are scared to be booed. Oh, shit. Well, I'll tell you that. Then they've they've missed the whole point of this. You know, you have to have a, you have to have a good. That's part of the recipe. You have to have a good guy. You have to have a bad guy. If you're you know if you're a bad guy, you're always going to lose in the end. That's just the way the thing works. You know. How often supposed to hate the heels so they like the baby more? Do what now? You have to hate the heels so you like the baby more. And if the heels going out there trying yeah. to be popular and have everybody like them, why are you going to like the good guy? 
Oh, and let me ask you this. How many times have you ever worked an angle, whether you be baby face and heels, if you're, if you're working an angle, in result that angle should be the heel he's losing, always, you know? Yeah, every yeah, time. Yeah, that's something I was talking to my daughter about, like, explaining to her that in the end, like, a good heel gets their ass whipped at the end. You know, gets, yep. you, you, gets their they get their comeuppance. You know, and that's that's what yeah. makes the the whole angle is at the end of it, you get your ass whipped. You know, yes, absolutely. I always thought it was fun being the heel because really, for as a heel, ninety percent of the time you get to whip their ass, and then they get that final ten percent and get the glory. But really, you're getting whipped their ass ninety percent of the time. Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, and how often do you see that anymore? Um, you see it at some of the better places. I mean, there are. Still- I was about to say you get it a little bit, but like I was saying, you know, heels—they don't want to be booed anymore. It's like, hell, uh, Eli, the guy that I was tagging with—that's that was his biggest thing. He wants to be heel, wants to be heel, but he wants to go out there and make friends with everybody in the crowd, and then be like, okay, now you got to boo me. Want to come out to the ring now? Well, see, that's that's another that's another problem. I even had this problem back, you know, back when we were all you know, doing it together is the problem I had was his heels. Actually, I would never, you know, if I walked out there, you know, with my, my character as it was, and I walked out into that crowd and I talked to those people, it, it would just ruin it for them, you know? Oh yeah. Because I mean, clearly I wasn't that evil, crazy freaking person I portrayed in the ring, you know? And that's what they wanted to see. They come to see that craziness. So you go out there and say, hey, how you doing? You know, I have a, this is where I work on my regular job. You can't do that stuff, man. It, it, and I very tried, I mean, over my whole career, I really, really tried not to, not to converse or mingle. I mean, they're going to, they're going to see you, you know, they're going to see you out occasionally. It happens usually if you're in Walmart or somebody, somebody comes screaming, Rex, Rex, across Walmart and you're trying to do the, the Bob and we, or yeah, my girlfriend Jennifer said I had a little issue in Wendy's one day with a person, but, um, it, you know, you, you have to, you have to keep that, um, you have to keep that, uh, there has to be some mystery to to the thing, you know? I mean, people. I'm I'm confused over now. It seems like everybody uses their real names now. Yeah, that's. I mean, and yeah. that, that's kind of like we'll we'll get you on sooner or later and do like the whole career at retrospective, and we'll bust out your real name there because I think it's funny what your real name is, knowing that there's someone that wrestles under that. Yeah. Well, it, I found out this weekend he was there actually. Mm-hmm. He, he come to say hello, and I found out, I, for the first time, I found out this weekend his name is really not that. Yeah. And a person I a person I knew actually gave him that name. Oh, wow, so that's funny. I've always he might have re- so. really been named after me after all. So <laughs> I always tell him that. I said, I'm the real, I'm the real David Young. So, <laughs> but, uh, well, I, I'm actually, so I'm going to tell the story of the first time I ever met you. Oh, God, Drew. <laughs> All right, so I'm – so this has got to be 96. <laughs> so, yeah, it's got to be 96 because I think I'm first starting to drive, and I'm going to the show on uh, TWA on Ross Boulevard. I mean, on McFarland. Okay? Okay. And the only reason I remember I, I met you because it was one of the few times you were – 
you and Tank were standing by the concessions. You know, on the hill side. Because they had yeah. like, the hill on the baby side. And I came up to you and like to shake your hand and you're like, I'm not shaking your hand. What are you are you are you smart or something? And I think to my and I, I'm like, I'm not smart at the time. So I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I'm smart. <laughs> Uh, possible. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's twenty four years ago. So. Wow! Wow! But yeah, that, I just yeah. remember that because that's the first time I ever heard the term "smart" used. So, and it wasn't like it was a bit like there was a whole bunch of people around. It was just Tank, you, and I, and that's that. I don't, I don't think I've ever told you that story. No, you haven't actually. I mean, there's. I, I honestly, there was a lot of like. I know you're not bleachy bomb, but there's a lot of those guys, little wrestlers rolling around. You, you, if you remember at that time, every ninety five percent of the guys bleached their hair blonde. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I thought she was a worker. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah, it wasn't. It was probably a year after that I started training and stuff. So you know. Oh wow. Yeah, it was a. But yeah, it was a. But that's the first time I met you. Well, um. Since you don't have any matches lined up, I'm going to try to actually get that booked. I want to see you there in Red Bank against Brett, um, Brent, Brett Ison. Brett, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, Brett. Please don't beat me up. <laughs> beat him up. But um, it's just uh, I'd love to see that match just because I think that would just be a, a hard hitting match that, it like I said, he reminds us a lot of you. Um, just yeah. he he's very believable. The fans believe him, and he knows what he's doing. Oh, cool. That would, yeah, that would, that would work. It's, and it, plus, it's five minutes from my house. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, uh, another I'm, big plus. I'm glad we got to talk to you for a moment. So, um, sooner or later, when these people that actually got affected by corona... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all, they all in the house had it, so it's real. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah. I just went back to work Monday. Yeah, it sucks pretty bad. Uh, was it bad? I, I didn't get any real bad symptoms. I started off with a cough, had a cough and fever for six, seven days, and lost sense of smell and taste for about two or three days. And my wife, she hadn't I've even got hers completely back. Eighteen days with no smell. Yeah, I still don't have my oh, wow. back either. So. Maybe I'm just a per. I'm, I mean, I'm out and about, and you know, I've had two of those tests, and I've been negative both times. So I just, I'm, I don't think it was a. I don't think it was fake. I just, I just don't know if it's as, if it's as serious as they make it out to be. Well, I believe that. Yeah, I yeah. Believe I, well, I mean, you think about it. I mean, there's an old like saying in news that if it bleeds, it, it uh, leads. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. if it's if it's something bad, people are going to listen to it first. You know? Oh yeah. So I mean, and that's and that's how media is going to be, and that's how people on social uh, media is going to be also. So, but um, hey man, yeah. it's great to talk to you. I really want to get you on here and actually do your whole career because, like, I don't, I can't, I don't know who you tra- was trained by. So I mean, oh, that's a long, that's a long story in itself, actually. So I mean, yeah, we definitely need to get you. Yeah, on so here. when things kind of clear up and more, we'll get you on here and get you down here in this gated community. <laughs> yeah, love to, man. I would love to. All right, man. I appreciate it. So yeah, definitely. Right. Thank you. You guys take you guys take care. You too, buddy. See you, man. 
for that. Wow, one. that went a lot better than I thought it was going to go. Yeah, yeah, that went really well. Uh, yeah, we definitely got to get him on. I've heard called him. in on speakerphone. Uh, didn't know if we were going to be able to hear him, but the way I, it looked, it went. Hopefully, really good. you could hear all that. Um, yeah, I definitely. Want um, to get that crew rush back we'll then. we'll come back with the clothes and everything, <laughs> or we'll come back with us talking. Um, That's another bullshit. Yeah, we're um, and we're not going to do the opening now. I mean, after we've already done the interview. No, we wouldn't do that. We should probably should cut all this, huh? Yeah. We'll fix Dang. that in post. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll be back. Here's we'll some be right back, guys. All right, guys, and we are back. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the interview with Rawhead Rex. Picking on people. She's picking on Josh. It's it's a, it's a rite of passage for me. I mean, everybody... You can't really say she's picking on people. It's just Josh. Yeah, it's just Josh. It's it's picking on you person. Guys. It's picking on person. Um, <laughs> we're funny. She's laughing at us. And she's yeah, not yeah she's got to be laughing at us, not what she's watching on her phone. Yeah, she's not watching like TikTok. <laughs> Apparently Josh is ticklish too. So watch. Rebecca found this out. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, but uh, uh see, we'll edit that out too. <laughs> on to a more serious note. All right, back to like we were saying. Game. Josh Cox. Jason Hampton. Rebecca Game. Jennifer Hampton. Oh, wow. we got a last name here. this time. J H. So that's um, me. Makes <laughs> <laughs> it a lot easier. Right. So, um, I, I, I enjoyed the interview. Yes, um, I yeah. really, that was, um, Rex dropping some fucking knowledge. Hell yeah, he did. Just, I mean, I know you hear that old, like, if you hear kids in the background, we'll shoot them later. Can I help? Go, go corral them. You can come back. Can come back. All right, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll pause it. No, right, no so, we won't. No, we won't. We'll talk to that. So, um. Nah, I mean, actually, some of that stuff just like straight knowledge from. Well, a lot of that stuff people nowadays don't get taught. Don't get taught. Don't get beat into you. What about taught? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's just, like, well, you told the story the first time you met Rex. Yeah. The first time I met Rex, I showed up at uh, training at UEW. It was a. Well, that's where I started my training was UEW. Right. I left UEW and went to GXW to right. finish my training because I followed the motherfucker. Right. And uh, before, I never met Rex at that point. So I go to the show one Saturday night and Rex wasn't on the card. So I didn't get to meet him that night either. And they said, we do training here on such and such night. Right. Just come on, we'll get you in the ring, work out with you. If everything goes well, we'll get you in the ring. Kind of like what he was saying, you right. know, look at you in the ring, see how you do. Yeah, and, that, and that's not like, I know like Rex kind of like he said that he took that as a fence. Not, he didn't take that as a fence, but he did, you know, just for that. One well, thing, one thing you're like. Just for one minute, if, you know, you're like, especially you know being doing it. I am? Exactly. Doing I mean, it as long as he has. And they're like, well, we'll get you in the ring and look at you. All right. You want to <laughs> tell your story? And then I got a Chucky Chuck bar fight story. Oh God! I love those. <laughs> Everybody loves a good show. All right, so you meeting you meeting Rex? Well, it was even before I met Rex that I go to the show the Saturday night. Yeah. They're like, "Come to the show, or we I'm do training. training Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, come, we'll see what you look like. Get you in the ring. Blah blah blah." Uh, at this point, the Saturday night show that I went to was the 
last night that Richie called shots. Okay. Uh, the following Saturday, which was the first Saturday that I actually worked, Rocky and Danny were calling shots. Gotcha. So I talked to Richie the Saturday night, and he's right. the one who told me show up at training. I walk in, I see nobody I know. Uh-huh. I don't think there were any trainees there. It was just uh, a few of the workers. Right. I don't remember who all was there. I just remember Rex. I walk in. He sees me. He goes, the fuck are you? That's, a, you, that's usual. That That's Rex. Yeah. But he did. He just looked at me and said, the fuck are you? I said, I'm Hampton. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and here I am just, you know, honestly, I don't think... Was I 18? I was just barely 18 at this point. I'm like, I'm Hampton. Who are you? He's like, the guy's going to kick your fucking ass if you don't show me some respect. I'm like, fair enough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and truthfully, we really do want to get Rex on here for, I'd love to do his whole career because he, starting in the 80s and ending in the 2000s. Right. Well, like, that's that's going to be really. Yeah, from some of the stories well, you got to think, that's. Four decades worth of yeah working right there yeah, yeah and that's and that's eighties nineties two thousand five decades yeah and um just you know that's um seeing like the whole where like the mid eighties when Rex says he's afraid of someone hitting him yeah you know something's going on with yeah. that so I mean not afraid but just you know you took caution on it you know. Um, if it's as good a story as what he was saying, though, we'll probably do one, try to do multiple episodes with him like we did when Ben first came yeah, on. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good idea. Cause I, that's do a, a whole training and first starting and then, because yeah. trying to fit all a, a career that long into... Yeah, I know y'all love our four-hour episodes. We're trying to <laughs> condense them down a little bit, but we like doing the whole career. We don't like just tell, talking parts of it. We did this time because we just wanted to try something new. Well, yeah, try something new with the phone interview and then the uh, just seeing how that goes and just the fact that he has been out of it for as long as he has. So, yeah. you know, just see what he thinks about the differences and how things were And that was changed. very that was very political, by the way. I just want you to know, I had the phone call before that. <laughs> so, um, I just, uh, let's, uh, oh, you know, we were talking about commercials. Uh, let's promote a SPCW. Up there okay. in La Follic for uh, Johnny Quaz. Um, hell of a show. I'm not sure what dates he's running next, but... Um, yeah, it's a damn good show. I don't know where you guys are listening from. If you're up in that area, definitely check it out. Find out when it is. Um, uh, look up SPCW. I know they have a Facebook page. Um, John Jeffries is Quaz's real name. I'm just giving that just to, um, so to promote the show itself. Yeah, find him... Um, Actually, I will look up while they're bullshitting. Yeah, you'll look up and, uh, address and all He's that looking kind of that up. And uh, also, RCW, August 29th. Uh, we don't have a formal commercial written out or card or anything, but uh, the War Games, Illuminati against uh, Team RCW. Who I ran in today. Has Wes Blaze on their team? Yeah, Wes Blaze really? announces the fifth member. Yeah, or the fourth member. So if you wow. look up uh, Southern Pride Championship Wrestling, they are at uh, one fifty seven Myers Lane, La Follette, Tennessee. They have six hundred and sixty nine 
people check in there. Nice. There you go. Um, so their next date is September 5th. Um, see if they got a, they've got a poster up. I'm just checking to see if there's... So September 5th will be the following week after the RCW War Game Show, so you could actually go to both of those. Yeah. Yes, you could. Get some more games. Go see some SPG. That the week after. Uh, just good. go to see your local wrestling. Yeah, support your local yeah. independent wrestling guys. It doesn't matter who it is. If it's TWE... RCW, RCW, SPCW, SPCW, you know, any show that pops up. Elemental P. Yeah, there's been... I'm going to name my show Elemental P. (laughs) Just because it's alphabet soup. Um, So, quick uh, Chuck fight story. Chuck fight story. All right, so... Can a Chuck fight story really be that quick, though? No, it's pretty quick. It's it's, it's just Chuck being Chuck. Okay, so um, I think I've told the story on here before, but it's... We have some brouhaha at the Rockin' Country. As you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, so <laughs> Chuck and I walk over to this car, and we're just leaning on this car, like me and him's talking and everything. And this guy walks up and is like, hey. Got the part on the podcast. Yeah, got it on the podcast. Um, he's like, hey, that's my car you're leaning on. And Chuck's like, sorry. You know, kind of actually being respectful at first. And dude's like, no, nah, I said get the fuck off my car. <laughs> and Chuck's like, I'm sorry. Do you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure Chuck punched him in the face. <laughs> that sounds like it, man. I, I'm, I may be exaggerating that, but that's kind of where my memory is. <laughs> You're exaggerating a fight. Hey, sounds about right. Yeah. So, but yeah, Chuck just going, "Do you know who the fuck I am?" In a bar fight. <laughs> um, but you see, uh, you can't make that stuff up. So, um, one thing I did see West Blaze today at a job. All right. Okay. Um. And also um, talking about his recovery and his sobriety. There you go. That's a good um, thing. And that's something. Um, actually, I'm gonna save that to the end. But yeah, that may be something we. Yeah, that's maybe something. we call Wes one week coming yeah, up. Yeah, I, we I, I think we're gonna try to do. I'm gonna try to call Wes and actually talk to him about his sobriety and stuff like that, and promote the war games coming on. So we may yeah. try another phone interview yeah. later on, and plus. We don't shy away from controversial guests either. No, Shout no. All the controversy, all the bullshit. If nobody, if somebody doesn't like you, we want you on here. Yeah, because apparently that gets ratings. Yeah. Well, the people that don't like you listen and the people that like you yeah, listen. Yeah, so. so. <laughs> so they can talk to you if hey, you've got heat. Get on here. Bring that heat. <laughs> um, yeah, talk, message us. If you got heat... <laughs> Yeah, you can hit us up on all social medias. There's the Turn the Buckle Facebook page. Turn the Buckle at Gmail or Turn the Buckle Podcast at gmail.com. Turn yeah, the, send us in any questions, comments, interviews. Talk shit. Hey, if you talk, if you hate our shit, message us. Send um, us a voice recording. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, we can Anchor, get we can get voice messages on Anchor hey, that I we can play. You on uh, Anchor slash J Brown sixty nine. Uh, we'll have the link on the thing. The link will be on everything. All right. So, if you send, if you record a message on that, I don't care what the fuck you say, I will play it. Will oh, play it on. will be played on here we at least for the week that you're here, that yeah. we get the message. I just been a while since we promoted our voice recordings, but we haven't got one yet. So please send us one. We Actually, we have got one. We do. We do. Yeah. Oh. The intro for the podcast. Oh. It was sent to the voice recording. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. So we know it actually works, and it will get played on here. Yeah, so I don't... If you just want to tell us how bad we suck, it won't be the first time. No, not at all. Um, but, um, 
I forgot where the fuck I was going on that. Uh, our Instagram. Yeah, turn the buckle on Instagram. Turn the buckle on Instagram. Uh, Hit the Twitter. And you can and and I just want to shout out Anchor. That's who does our um, hosting our podcast. Yeah, man, they it's awesome. Us, they got us on Spotify. They got us on Google Podcasts. On Apple Breaker, Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. On Cats. Uh, Castbox. Cast um, and they're actually paying us. I mean, it's not a lot, but. No, I mean, we've hit our 1,000 listens, so everyone, we're building up to 2,000. We'll hopefully get there a lot quicker than we got to the 1,000. Yeah, so, um, but that's a shout-out to everybody listening, and um, just... Everybody on the Facebook page, listen to our episodes. Go back, listen to the old episodes. Click listen, just so we get listens. (laughs) Be corny. Tell your friends. Yeah, be corny. Um... And if you, yeah, if you if you enjoy our podcast, tell your friends. We uh, we want this thing to spread like the coronavirus. We want everybody we to want get this it. to spread like herpes in the nine. Never mind. No. <laughs> we want this to spread like somas in the UEW locker rooms. Oh, <laughs> my goodness! So you want everybody to? <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, let's uh, let's go to the push. Oh, we'll I, go I got mine. Go ahead. Do you have anything else to say before we go to the push? No, we'll go ahead. Push one. Who you got? Push it. Real good. Am I? Brandon Collins. (laughs) (laughs) This is a callback from last week's episode. Uh, Brandon Collins. um, I push him as a human being. Yes. Yes. Not just as a worker. Um, Actually, I have like multiple different groups I'm chatting with him in. So um, uh, that's, I'm going to push. So, Josh, who are you going to push? You know what my push is? Jason Collins. That's very original. I don't think anyone's pushed him yet. Yeah, That's that, a good, that, yeah. You know good really, job. You know what I really like about him? You know how sometimes when he's wearing his gear, he'll have half tights and then he'll have half biker shorts? You know, I, I just really like that about you, Jason. I think he looks stupid as shit like that. <laughs> I've never liked the half and half gear. And plus, the only per- the person I think about that when that happens is Hard Body Harrison. Hard Body Harrison. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Corey Dye because I think he copied Jason. No, 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 no. It's Hard Body Harrison. Do you know what Hard Body Harrison's famous for in wrestling? No. All right, so. <laughs> um, he was a enhancement talent. Okay. Great, like, like, like he was jacked. I, I mean, I actually. He oh, did he some was, GSW shows. He did. For when Professor came up, he did some. And jack like hell. I mean, yeah, he like, was like, huge. Like fly guy, like seriously, he he was jacked. I mean, he legit had a good body. And see, then he did some. I think he got signed with WCW for just. He like, got signed for the enhancement deal. Yes, enhancement deal. And then um, so he bought a couple houses down in Atlanta, and then brothel. <clears throat> in there, and then he brought some <laughs> girls in there to provide entertainment at the houses. <laughs> And then he got then then he got federally rated, and he's doing federal time now. Yeah. So shout out F- to F- our body Federally rated. You mean uh, you mean the the, so the nice federal people wanted to come see the entertainment as well, right? So what kind of entertainment was? Oh it? no, he got that, rated. It was the world's oldest profession. Hmm. <laughs> All right, Jason, push one. Uh, I'm gonna go with a young kid, uh, Rawhead Rex. <laughs> Do you not want to see that match? Yeah. Uh, that match will be amazing. All right. I've got a great idea. You I was about to say, Ray? you need to... I'm going to see... Let's do this live. You're going to call her You're going to mess... Jaden. I'm going to call Jaden live. You... 
I'm tempted. If it, this For doesn't work, now. this is not set up. So if this does not work, Jaden's an asshole and not answering the phone. So keep in mind, Jaden, you better answer your phone. Jaden. Jaden never answers the phone. Hey, are you phone. listening? He can't hear you right I, now. It's in the future. I, I, this, this, this is going to work. Just Jaden, answer your phone. Jaden, answer your phone yesterday. Are, are you there? Can you hear me? My phone was fucked. Hold on. <laughs> answer your phone yesterday at 757. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Ringing. We're live, pal. Yeah, we're live, pal. It says right there, Jaden Newman. Hello. <laughs> Holy shit, you answered. <laughs> Jaden. Yeah, yeah. Jaden, you're live on our podcast. Oh, okay. So, we've got you a hell of a match. Okay. All right, so, the old school versus the new school. You ready for this? I'm with it. All right, your champion, Brett Eisen. Yep, as always. All right. Versus Rawhead Rex. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. So I know you, you're booked up until the... Uh, uh, since you're live, go ahead and pr- promote the next couple shows real quick. All right. So if you're listening to this, which I don't know why the fuck you would be, um, <laughs> <laughs> the next show we have coming up is going to be August 22nd. And then August 29th, then we have our big event, which is Seven Years Strong, taking place on September 12th. And that's pretty much what we're building to right now, man. It's our uh, biggest show of the year. Really, every year tops the last. So uh, if you're listening to this thing, which uh, thank you if you are, um, yeah, just come check us out and uh, tell us what you think. All right. I don't know how you were kind of breaking up there, so I, but it was I heard uh, August 29th. August and 29th, the and show, the big show, Seven September, Years Strong. September 12th. September 12th. So that means, yeah, you're, that means you're seven years in the business then? Oh, uh, yeah, brother. I hit seven years August 3rd. Yeah, I hit it like maybe like a week or two ago. Congratulations. Awesome, man. How many people told you you weren't going to make a year? Oh, uh, dude, too many. So, you want to go ahead and tell them fuck you right now? Oh, dude, they already know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we weren't going to say you to name them. We were just going to say, you know, fuck you to all the haters. So, oh, no, they no, they are fucked every single day they see a flyer on Facebook. It's fine. <laughs> I love it. That's my, why we love it. My, my but, big thing that cracks me up with these guys is, like, they'll talk their shit and they'll talk their shit, but they're the same people that back or into my inbox and ask for a booking, so I know who you are. <laughs> Hey man, we just like I, we were just like talking about that match. I think I, you know, I, Rex is doing a couple. He's doing a little run. I think that would be a great old school versus new school. Both oh, of them remind killer. me of each other, and I just nothing else. That's just a hard hitting match. Oh, this for sure. So I'm gonna work on you to try to get that booked after your seven year strong. You know, I think that I think that just be. Just a killer fucking match. So we feel Hell yeah. I'll start having like quads or something down there in Los Angeles. That's ECW wrestling. Yeah, so I'll do it. Right. Hell yeah. So, all right, man. Well, we're going to get off here. We're doing our kind of, um, we're doing our, um, outro. We're, um, hey, anybody you want to push? Who's one person you would push? One person I would push? Uh, I would push Bailey Blake to the fucking moon. I got you. Bailey Blake and Aaron Wade. I'm, I'm with you on Little Dragon. And everything. So, um, and what's your uh, uh, positive positive pullout? Uh, 
What's your positivity for the week? Uh, my positive pull out is to keep pulling out. Uh, <laughs> Does your wife know about that? Uh, yeah, I, I sneak it in the back door. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, my positivity for this week is just keep at it. Whatever it is you're doing, whatever it is you're working towards, keep at it till you get to it. Fuck what everyone else has to say. That's really it, man. Simple, simple, easy. All right, man. I love you, brother. We just kind of want to call you. We kind of figure out how to kind of use this speakerphone thing. So this may not be the last time. So if you hear us recording, you may want to keep your phone kind of steady. And and we are definitely going to get you on here. Huh? I'll come do this shit in person. Uh, We will. We're kind of uh, on hiatus for a moment uh, as far as in person. But that won't last forever. So... But, um, hey, may, we may just come to you. Something. All right, man. Hey, we're recording the TV um, ring. We will, um, hey, promote your, um, your, uh, podcast, too. What is it? Coffee? Right. I have a podcast called How You Take Your Wrestling. We've been recording episodes off and on currently due to everything going on because a lot of guests. I'm not able to sit down and have coffee, but... And it's how you take your wrestling, right? Yeah, how do you take your wrestling? All right, man. Love you, brother. We'll see you, buddy. Take it easy, man. Bye. All right, so that's a positive thing for the week. Hey, that worked. (laughs) I'll lie, nothing said that. I I do. I want to see that match. Yeah, that'll be a really good match. All right. Definitely check out Jaden's podcast. I've not been able to check it out yet. Yeah, check it out. It's uh, how you take your wrestling. It's kind of um, it's uh, him uh, him drinking coffee is the whole gimmick behind it. Right. So. It's almost like uh, from the best I can tell, it's almost like the Jerry Seinfeld riding in cars with comedians type. Yeah. But with wrestlers instead. Right. So, um, but um, I guess we're Rebecca. Anybody you want to push? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're gonna do our positive uh, positive pull out. Um, I'll want? do my first. Anybody one. you want to push first, Jennifer? <clears throat> no, no, no I, wrestler. Actually, I want to push Josh because he's been putting up with me this whole time. I got my first push. That'll be my last too. <laughs> um, didn't he, didn't I know, but I mean, let's, to... like, one thing. No, let's be serious on that for a second, though. What Rex said. I, he, he'll take a good referee, and he will go up to someone. And, hey, hey, sir, how are you doing? Um, that's a, it's a lost art, and I, I'm super glad that there's still referees left. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, who wants to go positive? I'll go mine first. So, uh, you know, my positive is yesterday was my first day back at work since. Uh, that must be fucking nice. <laughs> this whole coronavirus. So I went from one crazy to another crazy because I legit work in a psych ward. So, <laughs> But I, I love my job. I love what I do. I love working in the mental health field. And I'm going to take the time. You know, if you're struggling with any kind of mental health issues, don't sh- don't shy away from it. Because from somebody working in the mental health field, it's 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 difficult to go through what you're going through. And I see all walks of life in there. And see them in the worst points of their lives. 
just to have that one person that will sit down and talk to them, it, it can truly make their day. You don't have to know what to say. You don't have to know what to do. Just listen to them. So getting able to go back to work yesterday was truly a blessing. And I can't wait for the rest of this week so I can continue working and just, you know, continue doing what I love to do. I think that's um, – actually, um, there was someone else that I was thinking about trying to give a call to and everything, and he told me basically he was having a bad mental day and just, you know, um, I, I gave him my number and said, hey, man, really, if you need anything, let me know. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, I, I will um, put that out there right now. You know, I'm, I've got 4,000 friends on Facebook Forty-seven, forty-six hundred. Yeah, forty-six hundred, something like that. Um, if you're one of my friends and you need help, or you just need someone to fucking talk to at any time, I'm my sleep schedule's all fucked up. So, yeah. message me. <laughs> like, um, I, I promise you, I. How's this? I I've um, been around enough people with anxiety and depression. I don't suffer from anxiety. I'm really weird. I really don't. Depression, yes. Anxiety, no. I've never been, or I hide it very well, I guess, if I don't. Um, but I've seen the cause and effect of it. Um, where anxiety, as much as it's thought of as a up and jittery thing, it actually can be very, bring you very down. Yeah. And um, uh, reach out to your friends you ain't heard from in a while. Yeah. You know, somebody could be, you know, needing that. So... And most importantly of all, if you don't want to talk to somebody, find at least that one person that you know you can trust. And there's and there's a bunch of hotlines out there. Yes. Um, if you have insurance at all, they have a hotline for your mental health. I promise you. Every major insurance has it. Uh, every major insurance has it, and you don't have to be part of that insurance. Um, oh, you got positive, Rebecca? It gets better. Whatever you're going through right now... It gets better. Just wait it out and be tough because it gets better. Spoken from the mouth of babes. Right. Um, Drew, what you got? Um, let's talk recovery. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, um, talk to Wes today. Um, I don't know how many days or nothing like that. I haven't drank in 30 days because I was drinking too much, and I don't need to drink right now. So... You know, it's not, you know, it's a struggle itself, you know. And I've had other addictions in my past that I've had to get rid of. And that's not an easy thing to do, you know. And if you want to talk addiction, I can talk addiction to you all day long. And I can tell you good and bad things about it. And I can tell you, I can trade war stories with you. Um, But yeah, just um, if you're recovering from drug or alcohol dependencies, um, keep going. Yeah, I mean that's part of that's part of self medication on mental health. That yeah. happens. And just know that your past does not define you. Yeah, Jennifer, you got something? What's positive? You got a good deal on your keys. <laughs> <laughs> Save some money on that. Yeah. Hey, don't break into fucking people's cars. Yeah. yeah what the fuck do people think? That's why I mean, we live in a gated community. You got coronavirus and all this other stuff going on, and then you want to break into people's cars just to compound everything else. Fuck you. For real. <clears throat> Anything, Jennifer, you got besides that? Um, if, if you need help, don't be afraid to get it. And real quick, uh, I'm going to, the National Suicide Prevention Life, I'm going to go ahead and put the number on here. If you need anybody to talk to, 
281-330-8004. So, guys, don't be afraid to talk to somebody. But Say one more time. 1-800-273-8255. Just make sure you reach out, talk to someone. Remember, your and mental health matters. And that's something we wanted to do with this podcast. Yes, we talk wrestling. Yes, we talk bullshit stories. Well, some are bullshit. You got to figure it out. <laughs> but we also wanted to be a mental men's mental health. But yeah, this is our therapy for house. our one female listener out there. I'm sure we have one. Oh, uh, and our our At original one or the Irish listener yeah. out there that we still need somebody from Ireland to say, hey, I'm the guy over here that listens. I'm the original <laughs> Irish man <laughs> yeah. or woman. It's probably my son on like his 18th. Uh, VPN, VPN. right, bouncing off. Yeah, yeah, he's got he pings it all over the world. Yeah. Well, Ireland, Canada, UK, Germany, Germany, and Italy. I want the Isle of uh, the Isle of Man. Yes. Some, or the some little island. I, if you know anybody in a little island, tell them to listen, just so we can get that on our. <laughs> um, yeah, just whatever random people want to listen to this thing, go ahead. And if somebody that likes pina coladas and dancing in the rain <laughs> wants to listen, go ahead. All right. Your last one. Uh, you get to pull out last. <laughs> make, it, make it good. Try well, see, that. I don't want to because we're still wanting to get pregnant. You know, I was fixing to make that joke. <laughs> Why are you making that joke? I Why mean, do you know anything about that? I live with Drew Gay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I come visit y'all almost weekly. Yeah, I anticipate that our chairs will be turned upside down before they leave tonight. Yeah, Something will be turned upside down. It already is. It might be you. <laughs> yeah, it already is. It might be you, Josh. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, but no, really, uh, just the support for the podcast, everybody that listens. Fucking awesome. Yes. I mean... The support we get from our family to do this crazy shit every week. Your wife for putting up with us coming in the house. My yeah. wife for putting up with everybody. My Thank wife for buying you. the original equipment that we used, me and Josh, when we started the podcast. I mean, it was basically I said, hey, I want to do a podcast. And she, you know, she supported me every step of the way. Like I said, I showed her online. I'm like, look, check it out. Microphones that me and Josh could use. And then, what, two weeks later, they show up from Amazon. She's like, hey, I got you something. I mean, just having her support and her backing and we us. Appreciate the, we really do appreciate you letting us hear. Putting um, up with us. Putting up with us. Like, you know. No more free food, though. Fuck y'all. <laughs> There's spaghetti in there. Yeah, there's spaghetti in there. Me, me hugging you with cold hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and speaking of food, okay, full disclosure, we were supposed to record this Sunday. past Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we forgot about it that. It was supposed to be, we were calling it the Wild Boys Birthday Bash. My birthday was the 5th of this month. Uh, Thrasher's birthday is the 29th. Uh, back when we were being debaucherous and going out to the bars after shows and everything, we would always pick one weekend in between our birthdays to be the birthday weekend. Well, it was supposed to have been this past weekend, and we were going to have a big cookout and, you know... Go live. Burgers, record then, <clears throat> just, you know, hit record and put the re- put the phone in the middle of the table so everybody can just get in on everything. Uh, 
Well, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. We still uh, had the cookout. We, we still did do a cookout, yes, but uh, Will wound up, he had to work. Uh, too many people... Not working. Not working for Will to be able to be off, and... Ben's asshole exploded. Ben shit. Ben's ass was exploding, <laughs> apparently. And his so. mouth. In his, Did you say in his, his mouth? mouth? And his mouth. He said and was, his mouth. I thought you mouth. said... Never I thought he said ass in. Mouth. <laughs> Man, I, that was weird. <laughs> It's like one bin, two cups, or something. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so um, but yeah, Ben really. <laughs> <laughs> we popped her over there. Uh, I oh, think she's laughing uh, at her phone. No, we're we're <laughs> taking that laugh. That's ours. That's ours. <laughs> but um, it, that um, just kind of fell by the wayside. Yeah, that fell through. But Drew still came over. He had bought some steaks and grilled some steaks for us, Mister. Chef over here. Chef game. Good. So good. so juicy. Yeah. I actually just finished up the zucchini at work today. Oh, really? For I, I, I We uh, cooked the last steak that I had. I, I kept a couple back for them. We made some quesadillas with them. Nice. Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was yummy. So. Yeah, good ass steak. But we, about, we, we, we ate, and then about 30 minutes later, I'm like, I just can't do a podcast. I'm too full. <laughs> and we, everyone understood. Yeah. <laughs> and we, I think we ended up taking a nap. Yeah, because uh, we had uh, steak, mashed potatoes, macaroni, macaroni, macaroni zucchini, salad, salad. Oh, uh, the pineapple. Oh god. Oh, the grilled pineapple. Grilled pineapple. Oh, god, pineapple. So good. So we just, uh, we we were too we we were too fat. <laughs> so or we weren't fat enough, or we couldn't handle the food. We yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, that, that was still fun. Um, even if we don't record, we still like getting together as friends. Yeah, and hanging out. I mean, yeah, I mean, we went. Us quite a living while. in the gated community together, you know, you yeah. guys just down the road. I literally, we literally walked here. Right. And you're going to walk back. So. Um, I, I know you said your positivity was recovery, but go into your own recovery. Yeah, your surgery. Like your surgery and everything. Yeah. How's that? How's the penis? <laughs> <laughs> it's tedious it's it's I'm not a patient person you know what I mean yeah and yeah, just enough. like just it's I still got nine more days before I even go back to the doctor to find out what he says and I'm <clears> it's not a guarantee that I'm gonna be able to go back to work then but it's just I'm having to learn that I can't do everything so I have to Rely on other people to try to do... Well, I've got to, like, plan how what I'm doing stuff. Gotcha. Um, I did... We thought Bandcamp was going to be today. It was actually still this morning. We thought it was going to be tonight while we're recording right now, while we record, while we were changing it up, and, but it was this morning. But I actually stayed and, like, took temperatures of the kids and stuff like that. So, um, it's just... It's learning when I'm going to have that energy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and use it. I tell you, there's a... Um, a thing called the spoon theory. Uh-huh. It's, um, I don't know if y'all ever heard about it, but it's a lot of times to do with, um, when you're talking about, um, um, chronic diseases. Gotcha. Um, I can't think of the actual autoimmune diseases. Okay. All right. When you're talking about those, there's spoon theories that when you wake up, you have so many th- spoons. And it's like, I also kind of think of it as like power bar. Okay. You know, you got your energy bar and like, you have so many spoons or how many, how many, so many power bars 
You know what I mean? That, like, it'll drain you down. Yeah. You know, and mine's, like, really weird now because it'll drain down and then I can go rest and it'll come back up. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So yeah. I got to, I'll spend some spoons. So I got, I'm having to learn where to spend that energy. Gotcha. So. Makes perfect sense. You know, it was like yesterday you had to take mom to physical therapy and do all this other stuff. So it wasn't like I couldn't just not, I had to spend a whole bunch of energy. So today I'm tired. So. Gotcha. It's just, it is what it is. Mom had major knee surgery, major knee surgery. So. First night she was up and down. Yeah, and, and then the anesthesia was not good for her. Oh. So, um, and then um, another thing while I say, hey, say prayers to my mom. Um, in our gated community, um, one of our neighbors just passed. And it was, um, I'm not going to say her name because she's got family and all that. Um, but she was our neighbor right across the street. And she was a very good woman and was great to the girls. Um, and just... Um, Luckily, they had time to call the family in. A lot of families good, from South Carolina. Good. And, you know, there's was literally 20 cars across the street from us. And we're like, hey, take our parking, you know, take our driveway and stuff like that. Um, but um, just cherish those older relatives. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I'm lucky my grandmother's still alive. My great-grandmother <laughs> lived to be 90. My mom's still alive. Um, I and know. not even the older relatives, just, you know, you never... Cherish all your family. You never Cherish know. the family that makes positive impacts on yes. you. Yes. Yes. If they don't make positive impacts... Cherish the positive in your life. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> but yeah, my recovery's recovering. That's just good, how it's going. Good, So... All right. And y'all are still getting taste and smell back? Yeah, my, I, th- I believe my taste is pretty much back, but uh, yeah, there's certain things I still can't smell, like there's certain times I can't smell food cooking... Like, as weird as it is, I can't smell my own shit when I take a shit. <laughs> that may be a good thing. It's true. Like, you can smell like perfume or something, but you can't smell. Not long before you got here, she Jennifer was in the shower, and she's like, I can actually smell the soap today. That's awesome. So, I mean, yeah. she's, she's well, I mean, getting that's back slowly. Like, yeah, like, and you'd rather, I mean, at least it's coming back. I, I mean, I don't, hopefully you don't have, y'all don't have any long-term effects yeah. from it, so... No, it's like I was telling Jennifer today. It's a combination of, I think, the COVID being a respiratory thing and the fact that I put some weight on. But when we've gone out walking around, I'm starting to get a little winded and quicker than I should. Yeah. So, I mean, that hopefully that'll wear off once I start shedding some of this weight again and just getting completely 100% recovered well, if you from everything. you want to have penis everything. surgery, that takes the weight off of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't need any surgery unless there's a extension surgery. I somehow. tried to slip a hundred bucks to the guy; it didn't work. <laughs> Please stop talking about your penises in front of Rebecca. Please. I'm talking about it in front of Drew. I'm right here. Really? I'm a little askewed from Rebecca, not in front of. <laughs> well, well, right. She knew what she's getting into on coming on this podcast. Yeah. All right, but on that note. <laughs> <laughs> This has been Turn This the has been the Turn the Buckle podcast. Oh, we really should edit that part. <laughs> uh, Twitter's Drew. You want to throw yours Drew in there? Drew F and Game. Um, Drew F and Game on Twitter. Uh, Drew, I think it's Drew Game on. It's either Drew Game or Drew F and Game on uh, Instagram. Is that my real It's Drew Game. It's Drew Game. It's my real name, Andrew Germain, on Facebook. Um, like I said, I have a whole bunch of friends. If y'all need help. Reach out to me. Message me. I'm Drew Game Only fans are going to have pictures from the surgery. Yeah. Yep. Nasty. Still uh, not looking forward to that. <laughs> hit the Twitter, Jason. Uh, and then just hit us up. 
at shit underscore indie 83. Uh, that's where I'll be posting the link to do the voice messages that you can send in that we will, we will play on the podcast. So send them in. Are we even going to listen to them beforehand? No, we're going to do it live. I mean, yeah, we probably will just so. I think one person should. I let you to listen to them. I'll listen to them and then I'll let you know. Yeah, let, let, yeah. I you should li- let Jennifer listen to them so all y'all are surprised. That could be dangerous. Well, see, once they go on the podcast, we don't know what the, we don't know what they're they'll say. So we won't actually play them on the podcast. We'll just insert them into the podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or we could play them on my phone and then we yeah, can listen to them re- as we do it, and then we can react to it as well. Yeah. So we'll figure that out as we do it. Yeah, we'll figure we it out and see like how we got to do. a very bad can of worms on this one. Oh, no, this is going to be great. I'm ready for some of these messages. I don't think here. Jason Collins has the balls to say something on the messages. <laughs> uh, I think he does. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about Jason Collins' balls? <laughs> I've always told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And this has been Turn the Buckle <laughs> Podcast for this week. Bye, fuckers. I'm Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. True Game. Rank Rebecca Crane. Game. Miss Hampton. Oh. Miss Hampton. Miss Hampton. All right. Peace out, fuckers. <laughs>